Greetings. Welcome to Natchcast. It's good to be with you on this Wednesday morning, May 20, with a guest. We got Monsanto Kills on the podcast today, a.k.a. Spencer Hamilton. Wildly celebrated professional skateboarder. You might know his uh, Expedition 1 decks bedazzled, not bedazzled, emblazoned with um, non-GMO aggression and beauty and art. Man, one of our most popular features on the site, on the blog, Natch.is, was uh, Josh's Q&A with Mr. Hamilton. And we got a little heady. We got into it. As we do in this conversation, we face the fear and we come out on the other side. Plus, uh, a lot of back pain talk. A lot of back pain. That, too. Face the fear. Come out on the other side. This is episode 008. Begin. Where are you? You're in Vancouver right now? I am in Vancouver. Fucking beautiful day out here. Oh, spent the morning getting getting some water to the plants. Got a little garden going on the rooftop patio. It's quite nice. Ooh, I saw a picture of that. What are you growing? Um, some endive greens, a bunch of herbs, pretty much, mostly herbs. Yeah. And uh, but I got a little. I got a lemon cucumber plant. Another kind of cucumber. Some. Uh, some yellow pear tomatoes, like little kind of grape tomato, tomatoes, kind of, some nasturtium. Um, How many, do the lemon cucumbers work pretty well for you? Have you grown them before? I have not grown them before. This is, it's just getting going. It all depends on the fucking environment, right? I'm hoping this is a good environment. I haven't been in this apartment for too long, and it's tough on the road to even have a fucking garden that is healthy. Yeah. And so now, what are you going to do? How are you going to get them water? Off, my back's fucked, so I'm just I'm here oh, for now. Right. Yeah. See, we both, Mark and I, both had back troubles, and so I think I feel like anytime <laughs> no, we hear about anyone not, else, not a professional <laughs> skater, but that's. <laughs> but no, anytime, it seems like just about anybody who does anything athletic or yeah, whatever you got, you run the risk of. But then you got to get problems. out of it. That's the that's the challenge, right? Yeah. But, yeah. But uh, empathy. Because it's the worst. You can hurt yourself in all sorts bad. of ways, and it's kind of bad. But there's nothing quite as frustrating and uh, humility. I would say back that pain. the only comparable yeah. pain I've experienced is what I have right now from this like uh, rib situation. Oh, your little rib? <laughs> yeah, my rib thing. He, he, co- he coughed a rib loose. I, did, I don't That's know what I did, but back pain. I got like so. I got no, this, but that'll do it, right? It's like, yeah, but you can't get to it, and then it like. Affects everything you do. It's just misery. It will throw your alignment all out of whack too. So, but you're gonna be coughing, a mess sneezing, for a just pain every fucking time. <laughs> it, I, it was one big cough. I was like, oh shit, that ow. So fuck. Do you? What's the origin of your back pain? Can you trace it back to a, a well, single energy? Yeah, I mean, injury? for the first three months, I was kind of just like fuck, hearing people's whatever opinion kind of thing, and eventually mm-hmm. got a CAT scan and. CAT scan came back with a bunch of fucking disc bulges. I have four disc bulges in my lower lumbar. Ooh. Well, there's only like five there, I think. You got a lot. Yeah, so every single one of them, pretty much. And like an old uh, L3 fucking compression fracture deformity, which I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but from a few years back. But pretty much L5, S1, that's That's touching a nerve. Yeah. Yeah, it's wow. just a slow fucking process, you know? It's one of those things where I've done so many different things. I've seen so many different people, and at the end of the day, I feel like it's just time. It's slowly right. getting better, but nothing that I've done has really made it feel like it's speeded up or anything, you know? It's like... What uh, sort of things have you tried? I mean, fuck. IMS, acupuncture, massage therapy, chiropractor, osteopath. Uh, yeah. Done fucking physio every fucking day, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. 
all I can pretty much do. The best thing that kind of works is just fucking kind of doing squats with a little uh, with a little lacrosse ball and basically shoved up my butt. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Not actually shoved up my butt, but all around. Is this an appro- just that whole area, a- you know, where you're just like, I don't know. Wait, but you do squats. Up. You're clenching it somewhere, the lacrosse ball? No, Josh is going to do this later. <laughs> so as curious. opposed to like, you know, they say like, oh, roll around on the ground with a, with a fucking ball to like just um, oh, loosen yeah, up yeah. the fascia tissue. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't know, I find that just aggravates it, lying on the ground. So I found this just doing squats with that on the wall. Kind of like squats, uh, you know, uh, I'm not actually working out, but it's just that uh, to make you understand what the position is kind of thing. I can picture that. Well, Which you know, honestly has made my life much better. Yes. You got to have something you can go to, even if it's yeah. not like 100% relief. You got to have something that you feel like is going to help. Exactly. Having been there. Well, yeah, yeah. You, I was well, trying to get you on an emergency. Well, you're just fucking trying to table. find something, anything. I, I, yeah, I can sympathize. I've, again, yeah, like there's no, I'm a 41-year-old dad of two, right? It's a, it's a different type of back pain, but yeah, yeah, done, yeah. Done a bu- it's been like five years, done a bunch of stuff, and it's... It, it was time. That was it. Like I threw everything I could at it. I don't think I ever got. Uh, and yeah, they did the they did the. Um, what did I get? MRI. They did an MRI and they said L three L four. I got a disc thing there and it's it's like grinding on nerves and the, oh man that is rough. Um, yeah. But you just waited out. It was either like surgery or shots or whatever. And I'm like, eh, that, your odds are terrible on that. That's what you he just told me like a thirty percent chance it'll work. Great, thanks, and then Doc. dependency and stuff too, right? Yeah. So, it's and, a tough and then one. you know you got to keep that you got to keep your mind in the right place. Like it can it will get better. Which this is time the it will part. get better. Oh, he, he's in it. He knows. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. knows. I know, but I know. Yeah. And know. I'm only well, six months in. Oh well, you, you'll be fine. <laughs> time heals all wounds. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it, and and you know this isn't this isn't encouraging to hear, but I don't know what helped. Eventually. Like, I got to the point where I literally was scheduled for, this, like, a steroid shot in that, right in that spot. Because I was, like, the last thing. And then it felt better. <laughs> no, that's pretty much, I'm rib. on a waiting list, too, for a needle that I'm just like, well, fuck, if I'm so fucked by the time that they call me, would, which who the hell knows when that'll be, but... Yeah, you should, well, I would, I, you know, I, I would do I don't that. really want to do it, you know? I don't want to do any shit like that. But. Well, but don't, you know, it can help. It can help. It's not like uh, they're fusing them or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of irreversible. Don't even talk about that. Yeah, don't what say the fuse word. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you wait for a decade. How old are you? 25. Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, you it's heal. 41. Well, you know, it's like, definitely not you know, a heal. good time to start with a whole bunch of degenerative back stuff. But but a lot of people have it. Yeah, I've right. got a lot of people. And that's the thing. A lot of people have disc bulges that don't feel any pain. Which isn't that, very encouraging for people to tell you, but at the same time, you're like, well, okay. That's right, it's not encouraging, because I've been in that room with them telling me that, and I'm like, yeah. what the hell? What does that mean? What? Yeah, it's in my head, or uh, yeah. just me, I'm the idiot that got stricken with the jerks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I could, I watched it kind of age you. because <laughs> you, you were, Well, I mean, just in your face, you look oh. so defeated at certain times, hard. because you had no... Well, like, her, it hurts so bad to sit. I couldn't sit. Like people don't know nerve pain until they've felt it. Oh, yeah, they don't. Josh. Trying to describe yeah, no, I, that, you know, like the first <laughs> bit, it's like, oh, like fuck, you can't skate or how, like, can you cruise around or anything? You're like, I can't do anything, man. I can fucking <laughs> barely walk without fucking falling into a complete depression. Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear it. You're gonna well, be no, all it's right getting though. Getting better now. I'm, I'm able yeah. to ride a bike and stuff like that. I'm way more mobile than I was before. There you go. That's it. Which is monumental. And you're getting to spend more time in your garden. I'm getting to spend more time in my garden. <laughs> Do you know I had a skateboard one time? Did you? Yeah. Really? Was it uh, like a like a toy skateboard? I don't think Josh knows this, and I'm I sure don't. Spencer's I've, interested. <laughs> I've, I've never heard about your skateboard. I think it it, it was my last dance with with skating. Was it, it first was and last? First and last. Uh, middle middle school, I want to say. Vision Gator. Oh, that's a nice skateboard. Yeah. All right. Hell you had yeah. a vision. Good. Gator's what? in jail. But oh, that's the person. Yeah. Well, I mean, his, it's not only that's his legal name. Well, I wouldn't guess that. <laughs> but we, we so we had a na- we had a neighbor with a driveway. Was it Mark Rogowski or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's a documentary about him. He 
He murdered somebody. It his his girlfriend's up. friend. Yeah. That's, that's a bad story. Yeah, he picked a real nice skateboard, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that thing is fucking cursed. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's gone. I might, might got to try to find it in my parents' garage. I don't. I wish it was. I think it was pink. If you find it, you oh, know, yeah. hang it on the wall. Yeah. Well, we used to do this thing where we would, I don't, we, we, my neighbor had a driveway, very steeped, and it also curved like an S, but it wasn't long, maybe like 100 yards total. We would get, we would Super like, get on all, <laughs> we would get on a pretty long driveway, 100 yards. All right, maybe it was 50 yards. Oh my yeah, that is, God. you're right, Still that's a football field. Yeah. <laughs> Should I come down? 20 yards. It would take well, like, you know uh, how big a yard is, right? It's three feet. Yeah, okay. feet versus yards. I like a hundred yards. Meters. Just, I'm gonna go with me. <laughs> hyperbole. <laughs> Got this little driveway the size of a football field. Yeah. <laughs> all right, one that one. We would get on our uh, knees, like on all fours, on the board, and just tear down and try to knock each other off so you get there at the so you could win. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a common thing. Everybody some, does some that. Kneeboarding, yeah. Kneeboarding. Yeah, there somewhere. you go. That and I would. Uh, what do you call it when you go back and forth? Tick-tacking? Tick-tacking. Around the whole Because na- a very flat neighborhood, except for those driveways. It's taking like 45 minutes to do the whole neighborhood. You it, was very medit- your, uh... it was so meditative, right? Like yeah, after tick-tacking school? is. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Maybe I should bring that back in. I'd like to see you tick-tack <laughs> on your old gator board. <laughs> I'll try to find it. Well, I'll just stay in the driveway and don't go to the skate park. Ooh, I couldn't. Uh, yeah. 41, L3, L4. I'm not going to the skate park. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was interested in in the lemon cucumber mainly because uh, I I tried to grow one in my backyard. It was before I had any raised beds. It's like when All we right. first moved here, and I just like dug a hole and kind of in the middle of the yard. I don't know what I was envisioning, but I dug out a big hole okay. and kind of lined it with rocks. Put my little lemon cucumber plant in here? there. Oh yeah, in the backyard. Yeah, okay. And uh, got one one cucumber. That's all, that was my yield was one <laughs> cucumber. Bad. But it was kind of good. They're kind of like spiny and they're yeah, yellow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the ideal fucking thing is just to have a goddamn, well, not a farm, but some sort of small scale farm or something. The second you start planting stuff, you're just like, fuck. All I want is more. Yeah, way, way more. But <laughs> you got time. Yeah, I think you got to start somewhere for- so you don't waste all your fucking money on stuff that's just dead. Well, for me, every year is like a, a humiliating kind of learning experience. Like, exactly. oh, I, I don't know how to grow that. Or I should have not put that many tomato plants so close to yeah. each other. That was dumb. Yeah. But, but someone, t- I was complaining about my not-so-green thumb, and that's kind of what someone said to me. Like, you know, every year, you just learn a little more. You, well, that's true. You try. But yeah, but exactly. we're, we're, we're like gentlemen. We're like half-ass in it, right? Did I tell you I read that book? Did I write about that? I read a book about a farm. I, think, I read a book. I write think that it, was, write it. yeah, isn't yeah. the book called a book of, what? what the no, it's called, oh, A Farm Dies Every Year? Uh, oh, God. That sounds about right. It was great. It was, but it was about, like, a son coming back to his family farm, which he'd, he hadn't rejected it, but he'd sort of wandered away and gotten into museums and cities and stuff like that. But this was, like, one of the first organic farms in uh, rural Pennsylvania, I want to say. But I mean, God, it was like hard as shit. Like, two things struck me: really, really hard to live that lifestyle, but like, kind of really rewarding because you sure. just you're working with your hands. You like just beat yourself to the bone all day, and then sleep like a god and wake up and do it again. Well, and, and you're then in the you're dirt. Ho- you're in the dirt. It's the best. Yeah. There's nothing more therapeutic than that. Until the dirt then, and the sun then, and the rain, think, feeling the elements and the wind. And yeah. the wind. And the snow. Which wind I find <laughs> yeah. not too great for the plants. <laughs> okay. Well, the bad part, I mean, this was an organic farm, and, and I think a third of it was like the tomato crop, and they got hit with a blight, and it just wiped it out. Yeah. And they can't spray anything on it. You're like, oh, man, how do you live like that? But then you just roll with it. Something else took over, like the strawberries kicked ass or something. Yeah, it was yeah. it was beautiful. you got to have I a diverse it. plant portfolio. Well, yeah. and it's in this yeah. fucking... I mean, in America anyway, they subsidize fucking corn farmers. Mm. Not the other mm. ones, not the guys that are producing, not the high-risk organic no, it, farms. It, it seemed like it was a tough life for him because he couldn't yeah. spray anything on it. it. It was squeaking by, but they, but they like, you know, they they were happy they'd done it. You could tell, and the well, sun was coming back. Fulfillment, and, you know. Yeah, it's not a right. very fast climb to the to the top of the economic pyramid. That's for sure. Not the, yeah. No, no fame, no riches. Been reading a bunch of Dan Barber. 
No, oh, third. Have you read the I'm third watching. plate? I haven't read it yet. My girlfriend's reading it right now. She's just oh. been telling me little things here and there, but I want to read it. He's quite the. Uh, I mean, interesting way of talking about things. Anyway, I, I like people that aren't just completely fucking dry with it. You know, it's nice to yeah. have a little bit of character and a little bit of humility and all of that stuff mixed in. Well, that lifestyle, I think it would help to have a sense of humor, probably. You'd have to. I, you gotta yeah. see. Um, I don't. I, I. I. found it on Netflix. They did some. Uh, they profiled like six chefs. They're like an hour each, and he's one of them. He's an intense guy. He was intense. And then he had oh, like yeah. a kid and got more intense. Um, <laughs> but no, no, it, it grounded him. It grounded. He was like, oh, I need to see this child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you saw him in the kitchen, woo! Not to be funny. I recommend that too. That's two recommendations. Whenever I think of farming, or even gardening, I think of my grandma. She's 96, and her very first memory. Like, I think my very first memory is something dumb, like being under a table and seeing some lady walk by wearing socks, like tall socks. Like, that's my first memory. Really pretty meaningless. But hers is being on a... She grew up in Virginia. So did I. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And I think right in the thick of the Depression, digging in the dirt. They just would set her down in the dirt. That's yep. what that's what she that's did. That's what we do. Yep. Like here, sit in the dirt, and she was just digging for a while, and then she found a potato, and yeah. it just like blew her mind. And that's that lit a fire. And that, then all I mean, she she was a buyer for a big ski company in Seattle for a long time, but she was always a gardener, mm. and even still, she gets out there and gardens. At ninety six. Yeah, if she can garden, she'll continue living happily and independently. I imagine probably why she's 96 part of something it is why she will tell you all about why she's 96 (laughs) and that's a big part of it staying busy eating right exercising pretty basic stuff what other like thing is in the world that is so fulfilling in so many different aspects than growing your own food hard to think of anything quote yeah and it's like so magical it's it really is. I mean, it's the all in this fucking day and age where everyone's trying to be the fucking top marketer or some fucking thing like that. It's like completely meaningless stuff. And eventually, it's sorry to all the marketers out there, but I'm not trying to pick on you. <laughs> it's okay. But just it's even okay. that whole model of you know, it's they're like, used to it. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure they are. That's true. Marketers can take abuse. They got elephant skin. But just. For one example, you know, there's, I mean, I live in Vancouver, I live in this fucking city that is surrounded by people like that, you know, and it's definitely, uh, that's the way that, to make a bunch of money, I guess, so a lot of people follow that career path, and I mean, I wouldn't say that it's all that therapeutic. I doubt it's therapeutic. Well, there's so much more magic, like I'm holding an iPhone, looking at this right now. Potato, more impressive. Than the iPhone? Yeah. yeah. That, that a potato even exists. That that can happen. Yeah. Totally. It's more impressive. And that's how, you know, not to bring it back to the... All the things spi- you can do with it. Well, that, and I'm thinking about my, my journey to spine health, which is still troubled. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's, it's, not, it's not the one shot. It's not the one pill. It's just, you, you figure out, like, all the interactions going on in your body and how to, like, just tweak them a little bit and help mm-hmm. here and hurt. Yeah, you got to, like, throw, throw it all in there and figure out what's going to work. It's a complex thing going on. It's an ecosystem. Which is the beauty of permaculture and things like that, where you're actually growing foods that help each other out and bring pests that control another one's pests. Or, I mean, there's, there's a whole lot of information on how to fucking garden and farm properly. And I feel like in this day and age, we have tons of it, and then an even more amount of land set aside for the complete opposite of it. So, well, yeah, like you were saying, like subsidized corn in America. Silly. And, I'm, and most of that corn probably ends up in high fructose corn syrup. Fructose! I like saying fructose. Oh, man. <laughs> it yeah. just poisons people. Starting well, with the yeah, young kids. Animal feed, animal feed and which they should never fucking eat and, and high fructose corn syrup. You're actually fucking subsidizing the epidemic of obesity. Oh, Burros, Yep, you got it. This is where we go down the hole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we fall into some version of this. Well, no, it's true. I mean, it's week. the truth, but it's kind of like, I. So I've been. Uh, I was the editor of this like, <clears throat> it was called Nutrition Business Journal, and it was where all the natural food companies, the CEOs, would subscribe to it, 
to sort of under, understand the food trends. And then you'd also get like pep, pep, Pepsi would subscribe to it to understand what was going on in the health food world. Totally. Um, but it's like, you, yeah, you dig in on this stuff and you sort of learn the reality of it. And then you get wickedly depressed and try to find ways to like come out of it and go, well, then you kind of feel like, okay, what can we do to change it? And then it's so daunting. Like, geez, all right, let's lobby to change food subsidies in a broken political system. I'm on it. And you're like, then you just kind of, fucking insane. Yeah. It's insane. You get to a point where you're kind of like, man, you gotta, I know, I know many people in Boulder that have sort of struggled with food reform and then they like get so down that they just try to find some happiness in their life. <laughs> So, Which is where growing got, your own fucking food comes in. I think so. Yeah, I think that's a big piece of it. Yeah, and I mean, we have simple. all these cities all around the fucking world that are so densely populated and no one grows food in it. It's the most bizarre thing. There's fucking rooftops, there's green space everywhere. Everyone has grass and fucking flowers and nothing edible. And yeah. it's you think most, it's changing? You think it's, you think I think they, it they, is very yeah. slowly, which is... I mean, too slow for my liking. And I think at 2015, when we haven't figured it out, it's just, it's absolutely fucking pathetic. But in Vancouver, there's tons of urban gardens that just, they seem to pop up fucking more and more every year that are just basically in parking lots and empty lots. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's just, that's a fucking baby step, but such a vital baby step. Well, I think in New York too, right there, or you're starting yeah, to see New more sophisticated kind of like rooftop greenhouses and yeah. things like that. It's a no-brainer it? on so many and different levels, you know? I think they're trying to revitalize Detroit. Well, there used to be a plan, like turn half of Detroit into a garden. And people are like, mm-hmm. what the hell are you talking about? But it doesn't seem so crazy anymore. Well, no, in no. Detroit, there's, I mean, you see Detroit and you see a lot of pain and suffering and poverty and things like that. But you, you see the future. Well, you kind of see an opportunity too. I mean, that's a city next to a huge body of fresh water, probably polluted fresh water, but still. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of possibility there, and there's yeah. an opportunity to kind of begin again. But well, I mean, everywhere people have fucking there's a lack of jobs and a lack of good food. It seems just absolutely fucking insane that we haven't connected the two and said, okay, yeah, well, let's just start farming on mass and provide good food and provide like rehab to all these people that are sick and I mean as far as depression anxiety and people that are addicted to drugs and stuff like that it gives them self-worth and it can provide so many different things that are healthy to to your lifestyle fucking ass yeah preach it right that's good <laughs> I what's interesting yeah so I'm, I'm thinking about there's a lot of like uh, you think about the more impoverished or like turnaround cities in America um, and they're all latching onto food in some way. They're not, it's not farming all the time, but it's like a, a new food, food reform-based economy, like in New Orleans, Oakland, Detroit. Right? Then you got places like Berkeley and Austin that are a little bit higher up, right, and mm-hmm. leading the trends. But wherever some city has gotten whacked, like New Orleans after Katrina, I mean, they're trying to rebuild it. I know a lot of people that are trying to rebuild it with sustainability in mind and with like food in mind and create that culture there, that ecosystem that can support it. And that's pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I hope, I hope it works. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll well, help. Like there's Let me know how to help. information out there to plant the crops that do well in certain ecosystems and, and regions around mm-hmm. the fucking country, around the world. Just, I mean, certain fucking animals should be raised. Certain animals shouldn't be raised. Like these are all things that, I mean, you can find out based on reading anything on your region, you know, which I find I hear- a lot of people don't do. It's like you're trying to force some sort of, I don't know, some sort of plant species or some sort of fucking right. animal that just doesn't work with your region. And right. I mean, that's like the biggest thing. It's grow stuff that is suitable to you. And, that's Dan you know, Barber. Yeah, you bet. Totally. That- now here, here's a question. I, well, got I mean, a question. people have been I, saying it for fucking years and years and years. It just makes no goddamn sense to do it any other way, you know? He's frustrated. A little well, bit. It's very frustrating. In a good way, right? But it's that thing we've been talking about a lot. It's like everyone's more interested in convenience and immediate gratification well, this is my and having tomatoes in the middle of winter and all that kind of shit. They, they don't Hold know. on. Oh. You want tomatoes during fucking winter? Then freeze them. You know? It's yeah. like there's so many, like, I find it, yeah. 
and they'll taste better than the one that fucking shipped all the way around the fucking world that is absolutely it's just the idea of a tomato it actually isn't doesn't taste like a tomato at all and tomatoes are like the one vegetable that actually can really well too so it's kind of silly yeah yeah preserve I mean we forgot how to preserve stuff in Mm -hmm. mass society unless we use fucking some sort of chemical means or not even whatever chemicals get a bad name but well, that's something Ooh. we've we've discussed too. Is kind of like uh, there, there's a lot of interest in these sort of pastoral ways of doing things that are way more sensible than a lot of the ways that we approach daily living. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it seems so niche, and it's kind of like a, it's more trendy than maybe it is. Well, I think is, that's uh, what he's saying too. He's, yeah. he's, he's like it exists and it's encouraging, but why hasn't it blown up? Why aren't we all? Or why hasn't it become more of a part of the fabric of how we do things rather than just like Sunday brunch kind of <laughs> shit? You know. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it isn't a fast turnaround of money, you know? It's not like you're going to get rich. A lot of people, if you ask any farmer, it's like they're not in it to make a bunch of money. Unless possibly it's on an industrial level. So so, he, so here's I my follow-up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready. It's, so inside like the natural products industry, which, you know, natural and organic food, non-GMO and stuff like this. It's, you know, there's like a lot of mojo and people are excited about it. And I think there is kind of that path. Like you can create some sort of branded food that's like better than an, uh, yeah, here's crap soda. Here's some all natural soda and we brand it and market it. And maybe we can make some money off of it. Um, totally. But I'm one. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, you're I just guess- taking advantage of a situation. It's not like there's, oh. I don't think you should blame people who are doing the good things. And I don't think it affects them at all. It's just, that's again, marketing. You're marketing yeah. a new product. What does natural mean? Fucking nothing. Uh-huh. So this is, yeah, this is interesting. And what right? does organic it, mean? To, to the, I mean, pretty much to nothing. It. To a certain right. extent, you know? A lot so of people say, think... Like, only buy organic, only buy organic. It's like, I mean, yeah, not really, but... Well, I think you mentioned this when we talked before, and is that, you know, that there are, there's like kind of two two versions of organic right there's like the the organic that you that safeway jumps through all the proper hoops so they can have organic on a label and then well, you mean like an organic potato chip or something right well, no but there's just like the the by the letters organic just oh. to get it get that Seal. sticker on your product certified mm-hmm. right right but then there's like the the more holistic soulful version of organic well you can go to a fucking farmer's market and they haven't paid for the certification but their food is organic Yep, you know? but they can't. This guy's dialed they in. Can't He's got say it. They, they can't say that it's organic, which yeah. is frustrating. Well, they haven't paid the right fee and done. Yeah, yeah. Well, well maybe you gotta. I don't know. So within like the natural food community, there's this there's this tension around everybody really because you you poll cons- everyday consumers and they kind of respond to natural much more than they do organic, which makes mm-hmm. sense to me because it's kind of like God or air or. Like, oh, that sounds good. It's cleaner. Well, and it's these pristine. same people have faith in the fucking political system and things like that. <laughs> yes. I find them absolutely retarded if they looked into it a little further. <laughs> but there's this effort to kind of rally around organic because it stands for something. Like, you know, some people don't understand it, but you got to go through a process. You get a seal. It does end up costing a lot more, and that sort of prices some, a lot of consumers out of the market. You can't eat the healthy food you'd want to eat. Which may be um, why it costs more. Uh-huh. I'm getting all, but so what I've begun to wonder since I sort of left, I was inside that industry pretty deep and now I'm just kind of looking at it, throwing stones at it a little bit here and there. And it's, why don't we just like, I just go to salad. Let's just push, push on salad. It's not branded. Let's eat it. How do we get people to like get into that instead of a branded marketed better for you cereal or potato chip or some process, you know, some well, sort yeah, of I mean, thing that so many of these health foods and these natural foods are just overprocessed too. I mean, just because they have better ingredients doesn't necessarily mean it's a great idea. That's kind of where 100%. we are now, right? It's like Which again, it's marketing. Out. If you're being fooled, it's your fucking fault. Ooh. Yeah. Like, why would you? You're buying products and then complaining about them. It's like, are you fucking <laughs> retarded again? Like, I, I, don't, I never understand <laughs> that stuff. People are like, oh, go to Whole Foods, you spend all your money. It's like you fucking spent all your money at Whole Foods. They didn't fucking steal anything from you, like. You had the full choice. What are you, a child? Like, I bought a $6 truffle. I don't know. I read some fucking article where this guy just bashes it, and you're like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you did this. You're a child. You went into a store. You bought all these things that you didn't need, and then you complained about it. Like, 
You could have a fucking salad. salad. You straight up. Like, what do I eat fucking every day? I have a huge fucking salad. I love it. You put a bunch of different things in it. You make it better and better every day. And that you enjoy flavor, not some sort of processed, fucking enhanced, completely fake and unnatural, whatever. I don't even want to use that term just because it it really doesn't mean anything. But um, a a food that is basically enhanced to taste better than it should. You got that right. Yeah. And it's filled with unnecessary shit. Good God. But I've talked to these food scientists. It's like... Once they get into it, like they're just people with jobs, right? They're doing a job, and they're like nice people. But you, like you, you really unpack what they're saying about how they've the perfect mouth feel for this cheese puff that's gonna melt. You know, you're not even gonna know it's there. It tastes like air. <laughs> like man, I, I just give me well, a they're lemon not even cucumber. Up the chance. You know, they're no. not just like, well, fuck. Hopefully, this will work, and people will buy it. It's like, all right, let's con- let's do some controlled study groups and find out exactly what people like, how much salt they can tolerate and how much they really really mm. want more of this certain product whatever it's like th- th- these aren't like things that they're just like hoping to mm. fucking hit the nail on the head on like they've they've done their fucking research and they're winning clearly they are winning. and and so what we're seeing now like against people lo- who are stupid and don't know how to buy stuff <laughs> they're definitely winning <laughs> And then you get four kids, like poor, like it's the kid's fault who's fucking four hundred pounds. Like, are you fucking insane? Like, you're gonna blame an eight year old for being fucking overweight? Like, yeah. Ugh, I find it absolutely appalling that, like, I mean, school lunches, school fucking schools, every school has a Coca Cola machine. You couldn't be farther from from any sort of, I mean, healthy living. Or setting a good example for a fucking kid to grow up. Like, you're setting them up to be a consumer of products that are unhealthy to them. It's hard stuff. Like, that's that school lunches right there is one of the places where some of the, you know, some of the people that I respect have had some success. Like, they're, they're, they're planting gardens. They're working with the local farmer community to get better food in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. But, man, then these kids go home and just eat drink pepsi and eat doritos right and you're like ah so it's like it takes generations to, to, to change this i think mm-hmm. and right? why is it because it's in their face it is extremely stimulating like you can't <sighs> it's a weird like if you're not well, blaming the kid because you can't it's, blame it's exactly to them. so whose fault is it it is oh. the company's fault and I guess fault. it's the regula- regulatory yeah, it's those marketers. process. This is, bizarre. this is true, right? Because I, because boulders well, marketers are allowed to do it. But marketers uh, are also so like where's the they're not, they're not where's the oversight is tied know? into it, right? Like marketers are brought in at some point, you know. Yeah, like, they're they're just we've got this party, product. You know? How do we sell it? You know. Yeah. So they're just an evil part of it. But they're so. I mean, because that's another thing. That's, there's a very active advertising marketing community in Boulder, and and some of like the really powerful figures there have they, they've switched right they used to sell Burger King and now they're like screw that I don't want to market to kids anymore I want to represent these natural brands and you know it's still branded food but they want to take down Pepsi and so they've, they, they've, they, they have that in them and you want to support that but then it's like uh, but if you look at the you, right? they created the problem <laughs> if you look at the first attempt because I, I know like one of the first campaigns that kind of come out of what you're talking about was the trying to market baby carrots. Carrots, for sure. But it was carrot. It was like eat them like they're junk food. I think was the tagline. Yeah, you. Bet. So even there, it's like that's where they're looking for the inroad, right? Like, well, they try to. I mean, haven't talked to these folks a lot. They they look for like a, they look for tensions and things in culture, right? But they they need to latch on to something. It's mm-hmm. like you, nobody has any success marketing fresh fruits and vegetables. They keep trying to do it, and it's like, meh. Either get it or you don't. And you can't market it to kids or to parents to buy this stuff. I don't know. I guess. About I guess that, what, I don't know well, if they really had their. Uh, I don't know if they've had their day. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, it's marketed from what your mom and your grandma. Like that's not very good marketing. No, you could, there's I mean, some new stuff out there. Then all right, good. Well, your mom yeah. and your grandma. Like, it's like you're not looking at them. Like, oh yeah, like I want to do everything that you tell me to do. Like, are you kidding me? You're a fucking kid. Like, you want to do everything the opposite of what they're telling you to do. And if so, all your fucking influences around you are eating McDonald's or junk food, because that's the yeah. cool thing to do, because it's cheap and a fucking, I don't know, it's convenient. All these things that are just, it's a very inconvenient food for you. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's the thing. It's like this whole con- obsession with convenience. And, and I think 
which is all, but then you got to change your whole tricked. lifestyle. But I don't think you really have to, though. I think people Some. have been tricked into thinking that they're busier than they are and that they have less time than they actually do to That's the biggest thing that everyone food. says is, like, I don't have time to cook. I yeah. simply do not have time to cook. And they will tell you about every fucking new TV show that they've watched. <laughs> so where the fuck is your time going? When you can prep fucking salad while you're watching TV. Podcast. It's, it's the perfect yeah, medium. I mean, like, you don't yeah. even have to watch anything. You just cook while you're doing it. You just it. listen to Nat and you fucking prep your kale. I mean, I don't know one person that gets home at 10 o'clock and is in bed by 10.05. You know, like, it doesn't exist. People don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. So maybe There's that's part always of it. time. I mean, and you can make time, you know. Like, I, don't, I don't find that just the most ridiculous fucking excuse ever of them all, I think. I would agree. But that, but I think it's just people have this weird convention in their head about like what it means to actually unwind and relax. Yeah. Like maybe like you know we're we're set to think that oh it means watching this show and kind of zoning out. Yeah. Mark, but, marketers. But, yeah, but if you spend time like washing fruits and vegetables and cutting them up, it's extremely relaxing. It's very meditative. It's the best. Unless you cut your finger. Well, no, and get a good fucking knife, get a good cutting board, get good cutlery, get good plates, things that you like. You know, they don't have to be fucking Louis Vuitton, but get them from a thrift store. Get things that you like to look at, you know, things that you enjoy touching and You are describing are Josh, Josh Tyson's kitchen. Yep. Yeah, make it part of your ritual. Make yeah. it part of your identity. I mean, Jesus, it's really not that hard. But come on, I can go to Costco and get 30 plates for four bucks. <sighs> well, and you can do that, and you're fucking going to look at your plates like they're from Costco, you know? Yep. Every yeah, time Costco plates. Like, yeah, that's like that was a cheap plate, which gave me the money I needed to buy another gadget. Yeah, <laughs> and to buy a huge, like a fucking raft of our pre-made ravioli. So I mean, all the all the signs are there, right? Because we've talked about this too. That like um, the percent of income spent on food is like super low in America, but you go to France or England. I mean, it's getting worse there too because of the influence of our crap. But mm-hmm. they spend more money on food. Well, no, so, in a certain like, way that that's it's praised. I've seen someone the other day that was saying that the price of food's going down, the amount of money that we spend on food is going down, like it was a good thing. Yeah. And it's like, right about I that. mean, first of it all, seems like, like more of a canary in the coal mine. If you look at what's later. happened to people's health Medical in this bills, country, yeah. well, and that's what you're seeing. Like, if you, if there, if everyone was fucking healthier than ever, then you could kind of agree or understand. I mean, at least whatever listen to that with some sort of open mind or something but no like people are getting fucking fatter sicker more unhealthy and, and chronic disease chronic disease yeah that things that we don't even know what money. the fuck's going Chron- on yet chronic preventable a lot of them are yeah you're talking about yeah blood straight up cholesterol yeah yeah and people are th- eat more like, salad what the fuck's Sorry. going on what's happening like what the fuck are you talking about these are things that like they're, they're, these aren't new these aren't new concepts of eating good food now maybe I'm no right and, and the whole and maybe trendy I'm, thing I don't really like that you know like oh like trendy foodie and things like that like what the fuck are you talking about on the other side eating McDonald's is cool hmm. like I don't I don't get where like that could be like a negative thing oh you're too like whatever I don't know knowing the farmer that grew your arugula is trendy right right like I don't see the fucking or whatever if that's a trend then I'm fucking for it Right, but but the bad thing with trends is they come and go. They it come should and go. just it shouldn't be, be a trend, right? It should just be a, a lifestyle. It should be something you sure. want to do. Man, because what's I mean, eating food from Costco is very ungratifying. You know, you go there, even they got some certified organic no, good they have, stuff there. I'm not saying they're yeah, I know they have like a thing of organic spinach that's like the size of a hot tub, yeah. and you can't eat it fast enough. But it's the, you're disconnected from it. You're well, just buying. You're going from? to this weird. Yeah, exactly. Whereas you go to the farmers market. You, you meet someone, you talk to them, you shake their hand, you look at them, you know them a little bit. Like, it's a connection, so it's more than just I get getting it. good food. It's like, it's a community thing, too. It's a well, that's, I mean, that's Dan Barber created, like, the farm-to-table movement, and, like, here we are two decades later or something. But I had, because this is what I struggle with, because it seems like, whether it's a food trend or a dining trend or how you're going to shop, that's, that's it, right? We need to reconnect with how it's made, understand what's involved in that purchase because you have a lot of power in how you spend your money. But so many of these things require us to kind of like change our lifestyle. Maybe, well, you're, maybe you don't agree with this. Maybe we do have time, right? But I, I don't, we have trouble as a species, I think, going backwards. And so we, to, to think that we need to go back to the way we did it in the 50s or the way that we used to farm 
there's something about us that I think is kind of like that's not the way we go forward. We well, I mean, that's just a piece of it. I it's mean, a that's combination poor of marketing. Things. Why the fuck would you <laughs> want to go back in time? Why, why don't we look to ah, the future? And I so mean, it's a food future, right? Do we have to be some sort of fucking Amish style agrarian lifestyle? No, like, I mean, Grown we live in fucking city. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you can't do it all. There's no reason why you can't. Like, oh, look at all right. So well, there's like a new. We're f- in a position too where we can use, you know, scientific. You know, development. It's 2015. Like, are we going to go back to the fucking 50s? No. And is that like something that we should be striving for? No. But yeah, we need to reduce our fucking fossil fuel and consumption and fucking. I mean, all these things that just lead to people being fucking anxious, depressed, fat, and sick. Like, you yeah. can't just have people in these fucking tiny apartments that are fucking old and decrepit and expect them to live a happy life when they go to a fucking job five days a week that it's completely unfulfilling. And I mean, there's so many layers to it, obviously, but I think yeah. food is one of the biggest ones that people do all the time and don't really give it enough respect and, and enough time. Yeah. Well, I and mean, then that anxiety, too, you mentioned. I mean, it, again, I think it ties into convenience. Like, this this weird notion that we have that we don't have enough time but and and you see with technology too people talk about oh how much time you know having all these apps saves me and this and that but you fill that time with more bullshit totally because you're you're, well, it's you're like locked into deals. this it's like everything with sales you know like oh there's a sale on this there's a sale on that there's a sale on that you're still spending money you know yeah. and you're probably gonna spend more money it's like you're not saving time with these new apps you're creating more time that's getting sucked in like a vacuum like Yep, you're opening up more time to waste. Yeah, uh, locked into a screen. Sales and commerce, I don't, which is depressing. So, uh, tell me, this is a fair question, Spencer. Like, are there? Do you respond to like food brands, or is it just kind of like, I know you're. Let's shop the periphery of the store. Let's buy fresh fruits and vegetables. But like, there probably is also a way to go. Okay, I understand that brand, and they're authentic, and they're legit, and they do organic the right way, or whatever. And I, so I feel comfortable buying that. Or is it kind of like, and I guess some brands don't even market that hard. I'm thinking of like Dr. Bronner's, right? But they're, they, yeah. don't, they don't spend money on marketing. It's all just sort of. They don't spend money on design. No, they're awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those are like, that's a company that provides money as well to, I mean, oh, yeah. the anti-GMO movement anyway. But and Like single-handedly almost. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's what we need. We need companies that are making money off of good products to filter it back in to make more good products and make more awareness and. Which, oh, yeah. so the, I mean, then the whole GMO thing, you know, it's like, I find the debate on that just fucking retarded. It's, why is that? Well, I think there's a lot of confusion as to what a GMO is versus genetically engineered. And I mean, Health Canada describes GMOs as anything fucking basically traditionally bred through any sort yeah. of hybrid or selective breeding, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, anything that we eat is pretty much GMO. We get that a lot, yeah. And so instead, what do we have? Basically, we should be campaigning against possibly genetic engineering, which is where they're putting the actual genes, different genes that would not right. naturally be associated with a certain plant. And I mean, the or whole animal. thing pretty much comes back to, oh yeah, an animal comes back they're to the fact animals. that we don't need to be producing this food on mass and by patented, humongous seed companies. Mm-hmm. We can do it. I mean, you can do it yourself. Or at least provide money to people that are, are doing it themselves, not just... I mean, the fact that we're going to fucking feed the world on fucking corn, soy, and fucking some sort of golden rice is just... It's a fucking... It's insane. Like, that's going to be the answer. And, like, the, these companies are just going to give the fucking food away for free. What, are you crazy? Like... Well, clearly that's not true, right? There's people no. starving all over the world, and there's, gonna, there's gonna... food just being thrown out or... Well, you, you go to a fucking poor country with fuel. money, you're not going to starve. If you go to a fucking, like, anywhere in the world, you know, like, if you have money, you're going to fucking eat. If you don't have money, you will not eat. Unless you're dumpster diving. Which Josh does on occasion. It's been a while. <laughs> well, in which a lot of people, I mean, smart individuals who are homeless fucking do, and you can actually make a pretty goddamn decent meal out of it. Yeah. Oh, it's unreal what... Well, that's that's but that's but getting back to that trend, like that's the current. There's a lot. There's a trendiness now around talking about food waste, and in America, we waste 
one third of our total food output and we can create so much a much better world by fixing that but it's become a trendy thing instead of like well why do we have the the whole system of how we supply food and serve it to people we should just sort of reimagine that and figure out how to do it better instead of making it a trend that's hot that you well, and that's the thing about trends, eclipsed. right? Like, people can call it a trend, but food has nothing to do with trends. We eat it all the time. It's there all the time. It's, as far as some people going in and out of it, maybe it could be a trend, I guess. But it's not a trend. These are things that, I mean, it's nothing new. And it's not going to go away anytime soon. Until we fucking there is a somehow, to food. I don't know, we what all is- become breatharians or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I, I get stuck. I was I, so I was in that machine where it's it's just all about creating trends and then talking about trends and that creates new winners and this this brand skyrockets and this one fails and it's like it's like a game. It's like a big game and it sort of occupies attention and 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 people's time as they're scrolling on their iPhone to figure out something to read. Mm-hmm. Um, but that but then I I I I am I am disillusioned with part parts of that when I just think about salad. Like, forget it. It's let, you know, health, the healthiest food doesn't have anything to do with any of that crap. Mm-hmm. No, and, it doesn't need to be marketed. It's, and it doesn't it need to be marketed. sitting there waiting for you to buy it. And, and so we can like create all these marketing strategies to remarket fruits and veg, but it's kind of like some, all, there's so many systems have gone, gone awry that we just need to reset them. And I don't know how to do that, but that's well, what we'll yeah, keep like Maybe about. the continual failure to be able to market produce should tell you something that that maybe marketing isn't the answer. I know, I know. So there's an ad shop in Boulder right now. Uh, it's, uh, what's the campaign called? It's called, uh, they branded fruits and vegetables, FNV. They gave it a logo and it's FNV and they call it Team FNV and they got all these NFL stars and NBA stars and celebrities to like push fruits and vegetables as if they were branded. I don't know if it's working or not, but that's like kind of what they're doing. With baby carrots, it was the same thing. It's like, let's latch on to, everybody loves junk food, Let's call baby carrots junk food. We'll right. season them. I mean, yeah, we'll put them in vending machines. What the fuck are baby carrots? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really You're going to dip it with like... fucking ranch dressing because they taste like <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The whole well, thing I don't know. Maybe we should figure out what is a baby carrot. Is there something wrong with a baby carrot? There might well, yeah, be something it's, wrong. It's not really a little well, carrot. They've like... had a die and yeah, they just shave the whole thing oh, down. Oh, yeah, they take the carrots that they can't that are too uh, deformed or ugly or weird to, Uglies. to sell in a bag and they cut them on smaller pieces and skin them and then which up till up to that point maybe okay but then they i think they bleach them or something if the color's off so that's I why some of them be, look yeah. kind of powdery mm. a friend of mine mm. got orange from eating too many baby carrots when he was a kid <laughs> well, wow. that could be the uh the go orange what's the, <laughs> that's yeah, the go, marketing go orange angle. There's, yeah. there's the campaign Kids love turning different colors, so we can yeah. get them to just eat the shit out of these it carrots. It might be that there's like an active. What is the ingredient? Carrots. Beta carotene. Yeah, carotene. It might be. Yeah, maybe just he processed a lot of that and mm-hmm. stored it in there. <laughs> Who no, knows? I remember that happening to a color. friend of mine too. Turned orange. Yeah. Strange so I mean, it's could be a badge of health. It's a small like epidemic, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Well, but it's I mean, like I, I mean, the, you don't want too much of anything, right? Moderation. Moderation. Josh is very upset about the animal fat trend. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm very upset about it, but I, it just worries me a little bit. Maybe because my family has a history of heart disease and things like that. Because like, yeah. like my grandma, 96, when I told her that I had been making my version of bulletproof coffee in the morning with butter, she was like, Ooh. Oh. you know, you stay away from the red meat, you stay away from the animal fats. Yeah. But see, it's, it's sort of that... Says the 96-year-old woman. <laughs> the, the food reform uh, spirit to go like, well, I don't want 2% milk where you've done, I don't know what you've done with it, and you've highly pasteurized it and stripped stuff out of it. I want the whole milk yeah. with all the nutrients playing off each other. And so that's sort of a trend right now, whole milk, butter. Um, well, what the fuck is whole milk if it's pasteurized anyway? Uh, and then we get to the raw milk discussion that Josh mm. is scared of raw milk. Well, I'm not scared of raw milk. Well, I if you're don't scared really of raw milk, I don't like drinking milk. milk in general. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I mean, yeah. to say that like raw milk's more dangerous than pasteurized milk, I mean, it's to the extent of the fucking cows, right? If you have sick fucking cows, then you have sick milk. And I mean, fuck, you're drinking pus anyway, so what the hell are we talking about? Like, look, but yeah. what about but, so maybe a little bit more in GMOs and we'll let them go. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Monsanto Kills, right? Um, and Monsanto's actually, they just they uh, put forth a bid on Syngenta. Yep. 
Yep. Mm. They sure did. And they didn't also... You, Mark, uh, did you say someone's stock tumbled in the wake of that? Well, I don't... It's another sign that, like... I don't know. What worries me is that all of this sort of positive energy in food doesn't end up in the right place because it's all about marketing and branding and stuff like that. But there's another good sign that, like, uh, even Wall Street and uh, the big debt that, like, uh, you know, Monsanto borrows a bunch of money to do this deal and the debt rating agency said neg- negative rating. Like, you're in the stock tanked. I think it's tanked. And that, that's an indication that, like, okay, yeah, maybe the tides are turning. Food's not... We're not going to... They can't keep throwing money at the government and pulling the wool over consumers' eyes and say this is the way we're going to feed the world. I don't know. But, they, yeah, they're trying to own up all the damn GMO seeds and all the pest... I mean... They're, they're trying the same, real hard. Real hard. And then the same week, I think they, the stats came out on the bees again. It's like there are a third... Or I don't know. It was some horrific number of bee colonies that died. Mm-hmm. Like There are no healthy bee... Monarch butterflies are pretty much extinct. Remember the monarch yeah. butterfly? No, but it has nothing to do with <laughs> pesticides and GMOs. What? Th- that doesn't? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I got. She's, I got. I could see hear it in his tone. Yeah, it's just a natural. Cor- the, the Earth changes. That's why it's getting warmer too. These things so, just happen. It's correlation, not causation. I mean, mm-hmm. I get, in, I get fucking in arguments all the time over stuff, and you're just like, ah, fuck, whatever, man. You guys are all insane. <laughs> We'll see how it all pans out for you. If you want to eat your fucking food like that, then by all means, you know. If you want to feed yeah. your fucking cow corn, fuck, you're an idiot. <laughs> it, is, it would be nice to just sort of bring that clarity sometimes into the... when when. Well, it's uh, like we've developed a food system that is fucking insane. It is. Right. It's, that clearly it's isn't working. It's absolutely insane. It's not helping anybody. No. Like, we waste all this food because it's got to be transported so far, so then we try and process everything or just use as much commodity crops as we can and it's like those are not the answers those are not going to provide health healthy food to people you know it's fucking crazy i think he should have like a uh a, a talk show i think so too or i think spencer just needs to go into these marketing meetings like you're oh. all fucking idiots <laughs> <laughs> yeah come into the marketing meetings yeah like you're feeding your fucking cow corn End of well, meeting. Yeah, pretty much. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, though. It's done. Like kind of like all right. And I mean, I'm do not going to help you market to that. be consuming as much meat as we do. Fuck no. Like all these things that really attack people's personality and character. Like, well, like mm-hmm. they hold so dear to them, based on nothing. You know, like if if the world was dependent on me dying tomorrow, I would sacrifice myself for the betterment of the world. You know, and I don't feel don't like do anyone that. else would do that. I don't feel like most people are like, well, no, like I got to hold on to this dear thing that means nothing in the grand scheme of things just to provide myself with pleasure on the daily, you know? Like, I think at the end of the day, it's like this, the world is, I mean, it's our home. We call it our fucking, our everything, you know, it's, it's the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat, and yet we poison it and just try to, try to buy cheaper stuff. Everything's you try to buy things that are on special, the deals, the which not to say fucking you shouldn't find a deal every once in a while or whatever, but you shouldn't be looking at that for your food. Like what, you're trying to buy the cheapest fucking sale food? Like what it just seems crazy. Well, yeah, I mean there's like a big sect of humanity that just wants things that way for their pleasure and then there's a smaller set on top that wants it so they can continue well, getting you know, wealthier. So- I've mm-hmm. seen the I've I've seen the data that when people convert to love or hate organic, but when they convert to like certified organic products, is when they're responsible for somebody else's diet. So it's when they have a kid, or they'll go to like organic dog f- or like higher premium quality dog food when they get a dog. Adopt yeah, a pet. they'll do it for yeah. other people, because, but they won't do it for themselves. That's right. You feed yourself crap, but when like you're on the hook for someone else. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Then you pay off. You get the the Annie's mac and cheese instead of the craft. So maybe the problem is we just don't love ourselves enough. I think you're right. We're we're trapped in this stupid hamster wheel, running ourselves to death, doing mundane, (laughs) unfulfilling things. Totally. So maybe that's why we're we're clinging to this like satisfaction, like oh, like if I can just get my fucking steak and potatoes, then I'll just be happy, you know. Mm. And that's all I need to just, which. Yeah, this at a certain a, if someone was to tell you like, "Hey, you cannot eat steak and potatoes anymore." That is just it's not going to work. You live in a in a area that cannot provide everyone with beef. 
that and shouldn't that be like a huge Earth. crazy. That area is pretty much called Earth, <laughs> right. and people can't. There's some parts of Argentina where you can that. You know, yeah. like one is not to say that everyone has right. to just convert overnight to that type of a thing, but like we need to clearly start looking at what the fuck is going on. Like, are we serious? We're gonna fucking tear down the Amazon to fucking grow soy to feed cattle? Like, what? Yeah. It's terrifying. Well, it's just it's reality. It's, it's fucking idiotic. You know, it's it's. Well, it's interesting too because people, more and more people, have access to this information. But is that changing anything? Like, are that's where more I think people we are. starting to get the light bulb over their head? Like, oh shit, this is really fucked. Well, or are they saying like, oh, that's horrifying. I'm gonna play this all, game. All the signs are there. All, there are lots of positive signs that because people are talking about food all the time. It's gotten to be hot and trendy in certain ways. You're seeing the big companies like clean up their ingredient decks. They're getting pressured by consu- like these activist consumers to do that. But I, I don't know where it ends up. If it ends up with people growing more food on their own and eating more salad, that's great. If it ends yeah. up with 900 versions of artific- no artificial dyes or colors or flavors mac and cheese... Not not a big enough advance in human yeah. civilization, right? I think, Which honestly, that's probably where, where it goes, yeah. yeah. Well, I know. Especially when this change that you're talking about is driven by uh, bottom lines. And it's driven by the Well, people want yeah. things to be Top lines on the shelf line. for as long as possible. Anything that's highly processed will stick around for longer, and therefore, that's what we need to invest in, apparently. And you want to talk about, like, how much money going into marketing for, like, to figure out from a big food company to get it right. They're, they're thinking about that. And we talked about this last week, I think. When, as the world urbanizes and you get cities that are like these mega millions of people pa- packed into some city, because that's the trend. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get them food, right? Oh, you, you can dream and think you could all grow it on your own rooftops, but that's silly. This is a big food company thinking this. That's silly. We're going to invest in drones. We're going to invest in these tiny, these like new refrigeration systems so that because they're anticipating a world where it takes like four days to deliver a truckload of soda into Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. It takes and four days to get need. out. That's what Rio needs is more soda. <laughs> right. So I, instead of like imagining like, I think it takes, we need these resets, right? We need to go, this system broken, let's not try to patch it up and figure out ways to make the four day in and out thing work. Let's go yeah. flip it to this. That's well, why we're going to provide Detroit. food aid to everyone. We're going to just save the world by giving other people food. No, we need to create a system where people so can dumb. grow their own fucking food and be mm. self-sustainable, self, like, I mean, I it's mean, just Think insane. about that, yeah. Well, think about it. maybe even, like, just, like, neighborhoods or uh, blocks. Like, you're responsible for your own food, and then you got to know your neighbors better and... How weird Don't that trust be? Roger with the carrot crop, right? He yeah. botched it last year, right? <laughs> He's well, bleaching totally. his little maybe carrots. Roger's better at growing kale or fucking yeah. cucumbers, <laughs> you know? Like, whatever. I like this. Oh, yeah. wow. And, like, when I say this, it comes from a place of relative ignorance because I've not been to Detroit um, ever, I don't think. But Please tell but, us what you think about it. Then. No, but I just keep thinking of, like, when we're talking about this, like a place like Detroit that is so has been so shelled that it is almost a blank slate like right it would be amazing to see something like that happen there yeah and for the rest of the country because detroit is a noble american city that like that you know everything that happened there with the auto auto industry shaped the entire world so why couldn't it be a place where well, you know there's agricultural workers, reform you know? yeah and like like what they do there the, what they figure out how to do like starting from a place closer to zero changes the way everyone else who thinks they've got it figured out changes the way they all approach this problem yeah and sometimes so it does take that it takes complete devastation yep well we're all ready for that yeah. very, very apocalyptic on this podcast oh, but that's yeah. what so detroit when you when you when you sort of bring it down to it's rebuilding that creates an opportunity right for people that are aggressive and want to make a change and so these sort of uh startups are moving in and the good news is that a lot of the a lot of them are sort of fueled by kids that grew up thinking the world's fucked up and we got to do a better job and so they come in with this sort of it's not just a bottom line thing they come mm-hmm. in with people planning profits and they want to get it right and that's like you know if we got time i don't know how many generations it'll take i don't know if mother earth can sustain it but if it if, if we got time maybe it'll get a yeah. little better well i think yeah kids 
the next generation, like my kids, like they think McDonald's is horrible. They've never been in one. When we drive past Look, it, my oldest son is like, He doesn't have a like, driver's ah, license. I hate that place. Do we have to drive this Cars way? Cars are cool well, anymore. It smells that. terrible. Let's start that kind of a fucking phase where people are like, okay, yeah, like I feel offended walking by McDonald's. It's like a chemtrail in your face. Yep. Like, I don't need We've that. Started you know, that. Like, we started that trend in, in my house. I, I was kind of worried I'd taken it too far because they. They gotta be They're careful. probably going to offend other kids. Well, no, you'll take it so they... far that like they'll go out with their buddies somewhere and be like, "Wait a minute, my parents say this is terrible." No, no, no. And I mean, the buddy will go. They're the ones running kidding? with it. I told them, you know, oh, it's kind of gross. There's poop in the meat. You don't want to eat there. Yeah. But it, I, they've like embraced it. They're like, yeah. why do people go there? Well, it's the universal <laughs> truth. You know, it's not something that's up for debate. It's not. No. It ain't food. No. It's. A semblance of food that's they just really, really, really wretched. want you to think that it is. It's tasty. They try yes, everything not. that they can. They spend tons of money trying to make you think that what you're getting is a fucking food. Cause yeah, I'm loving it. You couldn't make anything nearly as bad. <laughs> it would be awfully hard. It's, it would be impossible to find anything at a grocery store that would mimic the things that they put in there. I agree. Boo. McDonald's. Man, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm feeling better or worse after this conversation. I don't know if we ever feel. Usually, <laughs> we feel a little bit worse. Not that it's anybody's job to make me feel better. Well, no, you fall no. back on salads. Yeah, that is fucking a right. That's what was my tag. That was our. That's tag what you need more. to do. You need to make a nice big salad tonight, Mark. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. You got look, two minutes. Can you give me two minutes here? Yeah. I got. I read a story. Maybe, maybe I don't know if Spencer knows this stuff or not. Let's see. Where is this from? The Guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyond quinoa, 10 more super crops. Let's, mm. let's talk about this. Okay. I'm going to tell you what they are. I've heard phonio? Of oh, you know, Phonio. <laughs> I don't know if it's on here. Let's see. Uh, Frica. Let's see. The, uh, amaranth. Yeah. Now, Frica, you could definitely market around. I'm a Frica I'm a, for Frica. Frica's got I'm a lot of juice. for Frica. Right. All right, we got Amaranth. We got Moringa. These are good. Teff. Look at this guy. You can't see this because this isn't a visual medium. Finger Millet. You seen that? It you looks showed me insane. that picture. It does not look appetizing, but, well, but it looks cool. It does look cool. Look up finger millet uh, and Teff. I mean, that's like a great name. And ancient, but see, this is—they're they're trending these things. What's the next ancient grain going to be that we can put yeah. in our cereal? Oh man, quinoa's been fucking killing it for a while, though. So, so let's find the next ones. But these are good things. But is it quinoa that is really taxing to grow? Is that's that the one I'm thinking of? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bambara groundnut. I'll bet you're going to be putting that in your salad. Some African garden eggplant. Oof. That doesn't sound like a grain. Cactus pear. Mm. Sounds scary. You ever had cactus? That sounds hard to eat. Indigenous to Mexico, but now found across the world. Well, that's, no, that's great. God, yeah. <laughs> now genetically modified to grow anywhere. Common buckwheat. Yam bean. Low in calories and rich in vitamin C. High yielding crop. This, all right. I'm going to put my money on Teff. Again, Bre- the fucking earth has so many different things to eat. It is so biodiverse, and yet we get lumped into eating, mm. I mean, to these trends of like, um, which at, at a certain point, they're, they're enjoyable. You know, I love quinoa. I love rice. They're awesome. But, yeah. I mean, it would but there be, might be I, something. you want yeah, someone to be getting a fucking fair dollar for it, too. I don't mind paying more as long as the guy... Grew, grew it. it wasn't fucking <laughs> yeah. a slave you know like you don't fuck? need it in a 40 pound bag at Costco no you don't for 4.99 like every like, <laughs> yeah I don't need it baked into some sort of insane Shit. nutrition bar no I don't need to buy a huge bag for those. three years like that's probably just gonna get moldy it's like yeah buying all these things in bulk can have its its advantages I guess depending on how you're doing things but so for the most part I find it's just retarded there's probably also an advantage to eating things that uh, are endemic to the area where you live, totally. because you're, it's, you're, that's your immediate ecosystem. Your body is responding to oh. the climate, to the humidity levels, to every little thing. Probiotics. So maybe Probiotics. by eating the things that actually grow in that area, you're doing yourself a favor. Exactly. You know, maybe the super grain isn't everybody's super grain. Maybe there are regional super grains. I mean, mm-hmm. teff, teff is grown in Africa. People in Ethiopia make bread out of it. Mm-hmm. But and then maybe if you're there. And you eat that all the time. That's good. Mm-hmm. Not to say it's bad to have it in Denver. You take Teff out of that diet, and all of a sudden that microbiome is all whacked out. That's the tent pole. And then Boom. that's the guy that gets the back pain when everybody else doesn't get it. 
because you screwed up his microbiome. You fucked with his Which test. we know nah, all these the- things. We invest all this money into fucking nuclear arms and things like that that we don't even plan on using or like all this stuff that we don't even need yet we don't really know how to do that yet. How to make the perfect not even perfect. It doesn't even matter about perfect perfection or anything like that. But when it comes to eating, you should be eating stuff that is suitable for your or suitable in your region, you know? That would be the ideal situation that we clearly have not uh, gone the opposite way. We've ah, gone so in fucking the dumb. opposite fucking direction, you know? Which is not it's not weird dumb. It's the fucking food industry that does these things. It's not like it's I mean, it's, it's the, I guess the only way that they can make the amount of money that they want, you know? It probably is the marketer's fault. I think you were right at the I, beginning to call them you, when, when you look at these people in the eyes, it's like, they're, fu- they're, they're smart people, they're creative, often. But they, That's uh, so short-sighted. They're, 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 sometimes they're feeling beaten, and it's like they want to do good. And so uh, we got to help them pivot to that and do good somehow. Team so FNV. People do anything for money, you know? Yeah. Let's, let's help the marketers. Clearly, we've seen let's that. Find their souls. Individuals and <laughs> I think Spencer will help. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking. I'll be the front man. He's got the power. <laughs> hey, I think we've done it. Yep. We gotta get uh, my kid to school. I gotta take my kid to school. But, uh, Thanks for listening to the NatchCast. That was fun, right? Big thanks to Spencer Hamilton for taking the time to talk to us. We talked for a while. That was a nice talk. Suitably apocalyptic, and I don't know if you could tell, I was a little starstruck. I grew up skateboarding. I still skateboard. And talking to pro skaters. I mean, they're in rarefied air. So we definitely wish him a speedy recovery. And as always, you can check us out on iTunes, uh, Stitcher maybe. I think we're back up on there. And as always, Natch.is. It's where you can get all your Natch news. At Real Natch, that's all our social media stuff. Uh, Yeah, you know, find a marketer. Look deep into their eyes. Give them a hug. Tell them to knock it the fuck off. Natch cats, I can't hear it!